Welcome to Inside the Honors College, where we believe that wisdom and virtue is found when we learn together. Join us as we take an inside look at a community dedicated to educating the next generation of disciples and scholars. I'm Abby DeVos. And I'm Taina Esteves. On this episode, we were talking to those wonderful women at Academic Success. Mm-hmm. This was a very, like, juicy episode. <laughs> yeah, ju- yeah, I mean, juicy was the only word that I you could think of. You got the tea from, from the Academic I Success did, Center. That is a great time. <laughs> I did. I was provided with some beautiful, very, like, fall, like, autumn type of I don't even know what flavor it was I think it was like an apple cider tea it was beautiful anyway the juice with this episode very full lots of great resources at this department yeah it was it was very fruitful getting to talk to them I think this is one of those offices that as early as you can find out about them in your college career the better and use this as a resource they go into mm-hmm. a lot of great information of how they can provide you with really really good ways of being set up well for your academic path and your career during college and post-college. And so it's it's just a really, really great resource to find out about early and use as early as you find out about it. Beautiful. Well, good morning, everyone. It is still morning. Thank God. I am too tired for to have to be in the afternoon. Uh, how are we doing today on a scale of thumbs? I've been doing this thing this episode or this season, I should say, where we do thumbs that the viewers can't see. So we have to rely on how do you describe how do you describe your thumbs this morning? Oh, without words? Oh, no, oh I like, have you to can describe it? it. Yeah, describe I'm like doing like sign language over they here. They can't see your thumbs, Gina. <laughs> they are uh, both thumbs are up. Beautiful. Yes, yes that's, that's it. That's Two it. thumbs up for me as well. Exactly. Like, way up. Exactly. We love it. We love to hear the energy here. Um, so, could you start off with an introduction and your title? Yes, I am Stephanie Gala, Director of Academic Success. I'm Gina Connor, and I am an Academic Success Coach. Wonderful. And as you can see, we are here with Academic Success this morning. So getting into our fun rapid-fire questions. First off, if you could describe your office in three words, what words would those be? We'll start with Steph. Oh, my goodness. Only three? Okay. So can I say passionately committed? Because I added two words in one. Uh, Caring. And three, uh, nope, nope. I'm taking another one. <laughs> Supportive yeah, and inclusive. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Rule breaker. Okay. Mine are fun, family, mm. and helpful. Oh, I'm sorry. So no, sweet. The fun, family, helpful. Oh, okay. Almost there. I love good alliteration. I and I was like, but it's good. You got the F in the middle of helpful. Yeah. I support it. <laughs> and beautiful. Does this office provide snacks? Ooh, we have cold waters. Hey, coffee. Not on a regular basis but donuts we love mm. our donuts mm. love to mm-hmm. hear anything specific Mm, I just added a tea station mm-hmm. in my office. So if you have an appointment with me, I will offer you tea. I would love to offer that upon me arriving. Gina so beautifully <laughs> made us all tea. So we all have some beautiful harvest, like fall, autumn flavored tea right now. So it's really adding to the vibes of a podcast. So hospitable. <laughs> Can we add that word? Hospitable. Hospitable. Yeah, hospitable. So and then our final rapid fire question. What is your favorite part of the office? We'll start with Gina. Oh, goodness. Um, I love being a safe landing spot for our students. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It can be metaphorical. I will like to know it can also, most people have been doing metaphorical, but it can also be like a physical place. If you have a chair oh. that you enjoy in your office oh. the most. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that just changed everything. Oh, my goodness. I what the sign says in my office. 
first I do the th- oh no something. first coffee first coffee then I do the then things. I do the things yeah mm. that is okay. true okay mm-hmm. I do love, love that sign that's mm-hmm. a great that. sign I love that oh gosh I feel like my favorite thing about our office is just the sense of welcome so whether it's like mm. students coming in or the staff or faculty that come in there is a sense of welcome and so it's whether it's a cup of tea yes. or just like chilling in the lobby together like you'll often find little clumps and gatherings happening throughout yeah. the day yeah, that's lovely. Well, what a lovely start to our beautiful podcast here with you all. Uh, so starting with more of the tangible stuff, what would a student come into academic success for? What are kind of the different elements? What are the resources that you guys offer? Whoever would like to start? I'll start. And then you can go details. Okay. So the Academic Success Center has Building 30, which is academic advising for traditional undergraduate students. So any particularly freshman and sophomore wanting to come in and, hey, I need some foundational guidance here. Mm -hmm. But we also have a testing center. So we provide accommodated proctoring for students who need accommodations and need extended test time, help with assessments and credit by exam. We also support non-APU students through that center. Then we also have academic and retention engagement pieces. So we have a piece of the HSI Title V grant that's new around APU and we have some support roles with that, really trying to extend our support, look at retention and why our students are leaving and who's Mm -hmm. saying and what other kind of resources do we need. Um, So there's kind of those three pieces that are happening under the Academic Success Center and what we offer. But Gina is the pro on advising. (laughs) Why would a student come in, Gina? (laughs) Okay, so my mantra is I want to help students graduate as efficiently as possible. Mm -hmm. So students come in usually to figure out what they have left, what they have remaining to graduate, how the nitty gritty of like, how do I register for classes? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, maybe they want to add a minor or they want to add a double major and we want to talk through those pieces or they have a job, so they want to be like at 12 units, for instance. And so they want to do summer school to kind of help keep them on pace. So we try to create like customized plans for these students so they know exactly what their route is. And we also do other things, too. So sometimes students are referred through our University CARES referral Mm -hmm. system. So we will provide support for those students who are needing academic support, as well as students who um, end up on probation due to their GPA or not completing enough classes. So we'll Mm -hmm. just come alongside them to strategize how we can help them to remain here at APU and to thrive and strategize the best ways to do that. Beautiful. What would you say are some of the most like frequently asked questions about your guys's office? Just because it sounds like there's a lot of different elements to it. Um, I'll have some more specific stuff about the advising end, but just generally, what would you say are some of the most frequently asked questions and their answers? <laughs> I think like even just what you like, what do you do? Because I think the Academic Success Center, like it's really a broad thing mm-hmm. and like really anything can be in there when mm-hmm. you think about it. So I think that is one of the things. And I think too, like people think of advising and they just think of course selection. But like Gina just mentioned, like CARES mm-hmm. referrals or like individualizing plans. Like we have students who need to take medical leaves and personal things happening. Like we are the team that helps students navigate that as well mm-hmm. on the academic side. So we partner a lot with student affairs. So I think sometimes the question of like, where do I go to talk about this? Start mm-hmm. here. That's mm-hmm. what I would love to tell students. Because like, there's so many students who just don't know where to start when they have a situation. Start here and we'll help you set up 
an individualized plan for whatever reason. And I would just like to acknowledge as well with like where APU's at too and like office and like personnel. What does that look like for academic success right now? Like how many people are you guys kind of working with and like availability, you know, like what is what does that kind of look like right now? Yeah. So on the advising side, uh, we do try to make sure because we have a shared advising model mm-hmm. that And it's an intrusive advising model that we do with a strength-based approach. So we want to make sure that we know the students on the coaches' Mm -hmm. rosters. So we really try to keep the roster sizes below 300 or around that because that's what's manageable to really know the students. We also have referrals on top of that. And we do have the staffing model to support that right now, which is really helpful because I know that that isn't always the case across campus. But we do have the support to do that. I would say on the testing center side, um, it's by appointment only. And we do that because with accommodations, some tests take longer than others. And so we always make sure that we are working with the faculty, with ADR to provide the resourcing that they need. Um, So it looks different, but we always know who needs the help. And then we have the support to deliver the services. Sure. And also, sorry, just just to be there, uh, the last person I just talked to mentioned uh, alphabet soup. Um, so ADR, just so people know the terms, so the terms. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just so people have the terminology that we're working Lots with. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Accessibility and disability resources. There you go. Perfect. We love that. Um, And then to the advising side, what would you say are like the most frequent reasons someone would need advising? And like, I know that you mentioned kind of the general reasons advising happens and stuff. uh, But I know a lot, especially honor students who are very like, we're busy. Where are we going? How do I get my schedule and all this stuff? And it can also, it can be like, I don't need advising. I can just figure it out. You know, why would you encourage going to advising even if it's like you have it figured out? Unless you would just say it is for the people who just need to help. That's a great question. So I had mentioned earlier, we I want to make sure we're like a safe landing place. And I do think mm-hmm. that we provide that. And then sometimes I love my job. I love advising, but I also love um, being able to develop those relationships with students because they come back and see us. And then mm-hmm. we can kind of check and see if they're back on pace. But I'd say the most frequently asked question is, what do I take next semester? Right. And right. um really understanding the nuances of the major. So there are certain majors that are cohorts. There mm-hmm. are certain majors where their their one class that they need in order to stay on pace is only offered once a year in fall. So being able to kind of be close to our departments, uh, the ones that I specifically work with, and then being able to relay those information and those pieces down. And I forgot to mention our advising model is that students who are freshmen and sophomores come to see us and then we we launch them off to their department. And not because we don't want to work with them. And a lot of times they still come <laughs> back to us, but um, they get to talk about, you know, professional mentorship, future grad school conversations, um, different things that are really important as you're a junior and a senior in their in their major. So, yeah, absolutely. And this is a little bit of a selfish question, but I just know that uh, as a senior myself and a lot of the peers that I've been talking to getting ready for this like podcast, the credit conversation, you know, people who would transfer in a bunch of credits. And then that is this the office also where you would work with like the financial aid in that end or would you direct? them to financial aid instead because I know there was a lot of like confusion in the like oh well I have a bunch of extra credits but like now I can't take like an extra elective because they, I only need like course required stuff um, so that's a very niche and specific yeah. question but just for the sake of getting it documented could one of you speak to that a little bit yes um, <laughs> so they are laughing up a storm <laughs> I always get 
the Roman numerals. That's yes, why I was looking yes. at you, Steph. I saw the side <laughs> eye. Um, so what you're talking about is Title Four eligibility. Yes. Um, so that we're not doing alphabet soup here. Yeah. Or just, you know, the theories of, <laughs> oh, my gosh, I heard this. So it is Title Four eligibility. And, yes, that policy is a federal policy that mm-hmm. APU has to abide by. And you do need to make sure that you are taking courses that are for your degree. So if you have already reached the 120 unit mark, if the course is not for your major or your minor, then it is not eligible and is not covered by financial aid. If it is still a course that is getting you towards your degrees, then it would be covered by financial aid eligibility. So our coaches absolutely can help with that. And we have a fun little chart that's really easy (laughs) to follow, um, but they can help with like, yes, this course would be or not. Um, And then when it came down to it, financial aid would be the one to give the final distinction of like, yes, here's your financial aid package that's covering that or no. But we do have the ability to at least advise on whether or not the course is going to count. Yeah. And what would you say to the like people who want to take classes for fun? Is there room for that? Or is it just like very strict? Like you got to plan your stuff out. Like don't bring in a bunch of transfer stuff. What does that look like? (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) you had mentioned like, what is the most frequently asked question? Right. So we do try to create that plan, that four-year plan, Mm -hmm. um, because we don't want them at the end being past 120 units in their last semester. This is usually where this title four issue comes in, where they're needing to be full-time status in order to receive whatever scholarship. And then they're like, oh, shoot, I have nine units. That all That's all I need. I'm at, you know, I'm past 120. So let me just throw in some yoga or let me just throw in some random elective like ceramics. That's when it becomes a problem. So we're always trying to create a, a bigger picture for the students. So there's no emergencies towards the end. They know exactly their roadmap to graduate. Yeah. And those elective units like yoga, if that's the fun class, I don't know if that would be my fun class, but maybe (laughs) Um, if you wanted to, like, and I think that is a part of the experience of learning and being in college is taking a class that you may not have thought you wanted to, Mm because that could just open a new door, right? To a different perspective. So I think that's beautiful and it's a healthy part of the learning experience. Do it early on in your academic journey and do it before you reach the 120, Mm -hmm. because that's when it starts to become questionable with aid. So do the fun stuff early on just to test the waters and see what you like. Yeah, yeah. absolutely heard. Well, this has been very content heavy. So I do want to make, no, 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 it's good. This is, this is the point. This is the point of the podcast. Uh, so, but I do want to make sure that we kind of close on a little bit of like a, a lighter kind of heart note. Don't choke. <laughs> it's the tea. It's the tea. Um, what is one piece of advice that you would kind of give to the student body about how best to utilize the academic success center or anything in line with that? Like whether that be mentality or whether what you think like the best way to, even if that means like going through college, you know, even like advice like that, which is like kind of do the fun stuff at the beginning. Um, what, what would you kind of say is your final note for a piece of advice for our students? I'll start over here. Okay. <laughs> well, it actually is related to that title four. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not trying good. to be like so meat and potatoes, but I would just say, um, come meet with me and let's hang out. I love, I love advising, but I also rather just get to know the student too. It's Mm -hmm. kind of a joint responsibility on my end. Um, but try not to, I would say for honor students, try not to 
heavily load up all your units at the beginning. I've noticed there's a theme with honors that they're high achieving. Mm. They've done like 17 APs. <laughs> and then they have to be here for four years. So I'm like, oh, let's talk about how we want to make that work best for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other piece is just, please, I feel like this generation doesn't want to ask questions because they'd rather mm-hmm. Google it. Just come and ask me or send me a screenshot. I might not be the right office, but I will get you to the right place. Yeah. yeah no, I love that. That's so beautiful. <laughs> Man. Uh, I think the same the, along the same lines, I think have the courage to be vulnerable. Mm. Like ask the questions. I think the peer-to-peer support is so helpful, but also sometimes like peer-to-peer continues giving the wrong answers oh, and it yeah. keeps carrying down. And mm. so while there's I think a place and that's beautiful come and talk with the people that's what we're here for you know it's hard to ask questions and even with exploring like yes be vulnerable to explore who you are in this season and what you're interested in and take a risk just show up and engage because you're going to get the most out of this whether you're an honor student or not Mm -hmm. um with being vulnerable and just leaning into that and experiencing what's here. What a beautiful note. No, I love that. Especially <laughs> it's like a senior going into, you know, the future, like and holding some of that vulnerability and like willingness to explore and ask questions. Well, with this has been very filling for me, <laughs> whether it be for anyone else. I hope so. Thank you so much both for your time. It has been an absolute pleasure. Oh, thank oh, you. This thank was you. fun. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> I'm such a big fan of that office and just their Mm -hmm. intentionality. Something that I am so, so grateful that they do and put a lot of attention and care in is like they don't want those emergencies or those freak out moments when you're about to graduate and you're like, wait, I still need these units or I didn't Mm -hmm. take this class or they just offer a space to really put the big picture in front of you like they were talking about and talk through all of it. And it's the kind of thing that even if you talked through it, your freshman year, their door is open your entire time in college. And just such a space, like, personally, I'm a vocal processor, and to vocal process my academic plan is so helpful, and they want to be the space to do that with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, even on top of that, I thought it was so nice that they were so honest about, like, the type of caseloads that they have, Mm. you know, and, like, to that word that you meant, like, being intentional. I think a lot of our offices on campus are wanting to be intentional and know that, like, they're seeing individuals, but for academic success with the type of work that they they do. I just thought it was so great that they wanted to like, these are the max number of people that we can have to make sure that each student kind of yeah. gets that that targeted view. And I know academic success, if we're being totally honest, can get sometimes like of a rep of like, well, what am I supposed to do? Like, how are they advising me and all this stuff? But mm-hmm. even just getting to speak to them at the office, like you can tell that if there's a mix up, even if like you don't understand something or maybe they under- misunderstood what you were saying, they mm-hmm. want to help you guys succeed, yeah. you know, academic success, right? So going into that with in mind was just was great getting up to speak to them. And just a fun little thing. I didn't realize I made a pun at the beginning because I said fruitful and they gave me apple cider. Dude, she's uh, a comedian, please. guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, without any more info or fluff, thank you so much for taking an inside look at a community dedicated to educating the next generation of disciples and scholars. Join us next time on Inside the Honors College.